Welcome to ACE Audio, the podcast that supports, educates, informs, and motivates manual therapists around the world. They say you should hire someone as early as you can when you run your own business. The moment you can afford to hire a person to take over some of the workload that you've been doing yourself, you should do that immediately. And I'd have to agree with that. I've started a few businesses over the years, and when I got to the point where I could employ somebody or even bring on a contractor to take on some of the the work that I was doing myself, it immediately changed the output of the business. So I'm absolutely an advocate for that. But there's also a trap that goes with this. If you are somebody who takes a lot of pride in your work, has a lot of pride in your business, it can be quite difficult to give over some of that work to the person that you've employed to take some of that work uh, so that you can free yourself up to, to be able to do other things. And so this is a real challenge for business owners to be able to get themselves out of the way, to be able to remove themselves as the bottleneck. So this next step is really about transitioning your thinking. It's not about becoming an employer. It's about becoming a leader, taking on the mindset of a leader. This involves a couple of things. One is getting your ego out of the way. Now, I've I've been guilty of this in my business, absolutely, which is where you, again, take so much pride in the work that you do and you're used to interacting with people and being the face of the thing and then allowing somebody else to step in front of you, take some of that work, take some of the acknowledgement that comes with that work and be okay with that. Another thing I've certainly done myself, which is another trap, is find yourself working out of guilt. (laughs) This sounds a little bit weird, but... If you're used to doing all the work yourself, building this thing, again, having pride in what you've built, and then somebody else is coming in and you see them doing the work, and then that's the opportunity for you then to step back, have a broader look at what needs to be done, to be able to look at the strategies that are going to grow the business. That sometimes means doing less of the physical work, sometimes doing less of the tedious work, sometimes doing less of the work that you wouldn't want to do. And it can be difficult to let that go. Because again, we can get get so much pride wrapped up in the work that we're doing rather than the outcome of the work. And so again, removing your ego, you don't have to be the front person, you don't have to be the face and remove it and trying to get past or over your own guilt around not working as hard as maybe you once did. And I'm, I'm certainly being one of those people who've taken a lot of pride in how hard I have worked to get where I am and recognizing that it's not necessarily the hard hours the labor, the tedious work that will move the business forward, that all that work still needs to be done. That's why we hire people to help us. Maybe they'll be more efficient at us, in fact, in a lot of cases. What we need to be able to do as a leader is step back and see what needs to be done to to develop and implement strategies for growth to to get you from where you are now to where you want to go. We've all heard the, the phrase, you need to work on your business, not in your business. Well, this is a classic example of that. And so if all you're doing is working in your business and then you hire somebody to come in and take some of that work, it's very easy to fall into the trap of just creating more of that work to do. And it's so easy, when we, particularly when we talk about things like administrative work, which is sort of the, the fuel within the engine. It's the thing that moves the, the, the machine forward, or in this case, the business forward. And so if we're doing X number of hours of administrative work, which is sort of all the tasks that make the, makes the machine work, well, then we hire somebody and very quickly we can find more of those tasks. So we think, well, if I just did more of this, we have better outcome or better output. Not always the case. To a point, yes, and I've seen this in my business where if we could do more administrative work, more marketing, more promotions, uh, all of these things that that sort of help the business uh, move along and grow, to a point it will grow more when you've got more of you doing those things. But 
at a certain point, there's also a barrier to that. And you have to look for new opportunities, new areas of growth, new markets, new strategies to implement so that you can get into the next layer of growth and then expand into that as well. So what the team needs is a strong vision, and that has to come from the leader. Now, the employer can often find themselves in a managerial role, and that is not a leadership role. A leadership role needs to step beyond that and, again, take that broader picture view of the whole thing, everything that's going on in and around the business, looking on the periphery for opportunities and then developing and implementing strategies for growth into those opportunities. So the team needs a strong vision, and the leader's role is to develop that vision. Reflecting on my own career in business, in building and uh, growing businesses and then bringing people in and building and growing teams within the business, we've recognised that my job is the person to identify the obstacles ahead of us, remove those obstacles, equip the team with the resources they need to be able to move forward. And the strategy I put in place to make that happen is something called head in, hands out. I borrowed this idea from another person in business that I admire and adapted it to to suit the business and, and the work that I do. Head in, hands out is an approach of leadership. And in this, imagine yourself going into a meeting. As a leader, it's very easy to walk in there with a list of things that you want to happen and questions for your team to elucidate the information you need to be able to move forward. You ask the questions, you you lay down the tasks to the group, and very quickly you'll get feedback and answers from those people. And very easily you can walk away from that meeting with a very long list of things to do. And I've found myself doing this many times. I walk in with 10 things and I walk out with 20 things. And so while we might be moving forward, I'm just creating more and more work for myself, which is then eating up the time that I need to be able to work on strategies, work on opportunities, building relationships and networks and all of those things that will help move the business forward. And so Head in Hands Out is about going into these interactions with your head, bringing your knowledge, your experience and the strategies and the ideas that you've been working on. Bring those to the table, bring those to your team members, but keep your hands out. Don't open yourself up to tasks being handed back to you. This is about giving, not receiving. A leader should not be taking more administrative tasks out of those meetings. They should be delegating and, again, resourcing the team to be able to do those things. So head in, hands out is really the strategy that I'm focusing on in my business to try to get it to where I want it to go in the future. Depending on where you are in your business journey, that may not be possible to completely be hands out. You need to build up the people underneath you. So if you've been a a solopreneur, a a single person business owner for a period of time, and you've just hired people into your team, they may not have the skills or the ability to implement those skills to the level that you need them to. So there might be some handholding, there might be some working alongside those person, those people in those tasks for a period of time. But the idea again is to resource them, upskill them, give them the knowledge and exposure to experience that they need so that when you go into these interactions, when you bring ideas, solutions, strategies to the team, you can say, here is the way forward I'd like you to go. Here are the resources you need. What are the questions you have? Right, here are the answers. Go, report back to me. And then you have empty hands to be able to move on to and work on the next challenge, the next thing, to identify the next opportunity and implement the strategy around that and move the business forward. So head in, hands out. If you're listening to this and you own a business and you've got a team of people that work with you and for you, really try to think about this as a strategy. This is working so well for me and it's something that took me the longest time to get to because of all those reasons that I mentioned before. Your ego can get in the way. The pride that you have around uh, the work that you've done, the guilt that you may have when you see other people doing the work that you once did, all of those things are distractions that make you the bottleneck. Remove yourself as the bottleneck. Head in, hands out. 